Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and motivational speaker, helping people to live positively with and through the challenges of life. I've had rheumatoid arthritis from my jaw to my toes since the age of five. That's 46 years now, and in that time, I've had four hips, four knees, and two shoulders replaced, uh, which makes me sound like a spider, and I've been hospitalized about 40 times. I also stand about five foot one, hence the nickname Too Tall, and that's due to the heavy daily doses of the steroid prednisone that I had to take to fight my arthritis. Despite my physical challenges, everyone knows I always answer amazing when asked how I'm doing. I tell people 80% of the time it's true, and the other 20% of the time it's to remind myself that it's true. You can find out more about me at my website and uh, more about this interview as well at Tom, the number two, and tall, T-A-L-L dot com. My guest today is the amazing Daniel Alley. Daniel is a self-motivation and personal development expert. He's broken many store records as he sold suits, insurance, cars, cutlery, and other products and services worth millions of dollars all across the country. Daniel is known for creating a lifestyle worth emulating, and he exhibits love in all that he does and is now committed to assisting others in their growth by assisting them reach their highest God-given potential. He's the founder and CEO of the Alleyway International, a consulting firm equipping small business owners all the way up to large corporations around the world that are striving to reach their various business goals. Within the Alleyway, Daniel offers personal coaching for you to improve your approach to business and also your lifestyle. He also has a subsidiary branch known as Dignified Designs, which provides entrepreneurs a thorough marketing plan and state-of-the-art marketing strategies to boost their services. Uh, He has a new book, You Are the Boss, which can now be found worldwide on Amazon and is currently working on his second book after receiving much success from the first one. Welcome to the show today, Daniel. Tom, how are you doing today? I am amazing, but I am getting better. You are amazing. You know, there's a saying that every day in every way I'm getting better and better, and that is in Napoleon Hill's book. I love it. You know, and we we talked before the show about our mutual love for Napoleon Hill, and one question I really love to ask people, I find it interesting, is uh, uh, how old you were when you came to read the book and how you came to find out about it. Uh, those often are great stories. Many people have told me of them. So how old were you when you first read it, and uh, how did you come to find out about this, uh, one of the top ten best-selling books of all time? Well, I was old enough to drink. I was 21, and <laughs> so I said if I was old enough to drink, I'm old enough to read. And I really started drinking into this book, and I'm telling you, I, I, I'm as thirsty as I ever could be. When I, <laughs> When I first ran into this book, I was shopping online on Amazon, and what I was really looking for was the next title. One of the things that I do is I I buy five books every month, so I make sure that my library gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So finally, when I look at my library, it's overwhelming, and I know I have to read. So 
When I found Think and Grow Rich, it enticed me to get it. I didn't know why I got it. No one told me to get it. But I got the book, and then when I received it in my hands, I had this amazing power that surged through my body. And then I started to do some research on it before I read it. My mouth started watering. I said, this is going to be one of the best books I've ever read. And so far, I would say it's number two next to the Bible. And Napoleon Hill and his work and that book, it's just amazing. It seemed like he was divinely designed to do mm. exactly what he did. And I attended oh. my purpose in that book. Wow. And so now we're going to go off of track from the questions we wanted to think about, uh, talking about um, the Bible and Think and Grow Rich. Now, I sometimes slash often am nervous to mention to people in church the title Think and Grow Rich. Uh, here's my thoughts on it in fact, Daniel. I believe we are blessed. You and I live in Canada. You're in the States. We are very blessed to live where we are. Four out of ten people in the world don't eat every day. And we're nice, but we're no nicer than them to get what they got and we have what, our, what we have. And so I believe it is for us to earn as much as we can for the purpose of enabling others to live better with our money and our time and our energy. And so um, people will be like, hmm, grow rich, hmm. And then also remember, Napoleon Hill wrote a famous article, The Twelve Riches of Life. Financial is at the bottom. There were many other amazing things ahead of it. And uh, so, yeah, the, the Bible and Think and Grow Rich, you think they coexist together uh, fine? Or are you nervous like me to mention it to someone you know who loves the Bible? You know, it's funny because I used to be. But I realized that, you know, I, I grew up in poverty when I started out. And due to the adverse circumstances, as I started to read more books, especially Think and Grow Rich, it really occurred to me that poverty is the biggest fear, that people think and worry about money so much that they lose their creativity and they forget exactly what they're intended to do. Mm. And when you think about money all the time and don't do what you're intended to do, you tend to not fulfill your God-given destinies because you're always thinking, how do you get the next buck? And you're actually underselling yourself because what you'll find is that people will just get enough or just over enough to supply them for their daily needs when they actually need more because you have to be able to give. And whenever you can overcome that deficit of thinking by thinking in abundance, you'll find that you'll become rich not only monetarily, financially, but in all senses, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, <laughs> and even sexually. Mm. you'll find that you will receive blessings from unexpected people in unexpected places at unexpected times. Because wealth is not only money. It's everything that encompasses the good living in this world. Amazing. And John 10.10 in the Bible, in the Gospel, says that Jesus came to give us abundant life. That's all he came for. I love it. I love it. And so here's another thing. His number one principle was find your definite purpose in life. 
I thought I found my definite purpose. It was to be one of my friends, and uh, my mentor pointed out, no, you have a unique purpose. So now what I have, I believe, if Jesus was sitting on the other side of my desk, which would be really cool, that I think he would hand me the same document I have and say, this is why you're here. It's to encourage as many people as I possibly can. And once you find your God-given purpose... You could then, and it may not even be your job, you then know why God created you, which will give you more power to earn more money at your job. You'll be motivated to earn more money because if, it, if your purpose is not your job, you'll be like, how can I earn the most so I can give these guys as much as I possibly can? And uh, that becomes a powerful force. And when you're working with that in mind, I think you become more attractive to your employer and to your God at the same time. And you strive for more yourself because you're like, man, I I really want to make an impact on this, whatever your purpose may be. Uh, so I need to earn as much as I can, and that forces you to to do that. And so talk about finding your purpose because, uh, hey, come on, I was in my 40s till I found out what my God-given purpose was. And I fought against it for a bit as well. Well, it's easy to fight against your purpose. You know, the way I found my purpose, it was at the age of 21, I heard Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret. Mm. And it hit me when he said these six words. He said, you become what you think about. I was thinking about, what was I thinking about at the time? <laughs> I was thinking about basketball. I was thinking about girls. I was thinking yeah. about... Fears and girls. <laughs> Yeah, how to do just a little bit better in my life. I wasn't going for extraordinary and excellence. Right. I was thinking so minimally, and I realized that if I would just put my thoughts on becoming a man just like him, to be an expert motivator, I can do that. And I said to myself, I promise, that if I can do anything to be like that guy, I will give up anything, any sacrifice. And I did. And a little while later, I found that everything started working in my way. I ran into a next guy, subsequently after Earl Nightingale, just about a week later. His name was Jim Rohn. Oh. I introduced him at a seminar. Yeah, I, I saw that. He, he blew my mind when I watched his best life ever, mm. four-hour seminar on the computer. Uh, my parents thought I was crazy. They're like, what are you doing? You're not doing homework? And I said, of course I am. Yes, yeah, life work. Like, yeah, what he was teaching, Tom, was that you, you cannot learn the principles of success in school or at home or even at work. And many times people think that they need formal education when, in fact, self-education is really all you need because, as you know, many people have made major success without even going to college. Right. Like I think the top out of the top ten... I think you have to get to number 11 on the Forbes richest list before you get to a college or university graduate. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> That's almost a promotion for not going to college or university. Uh, uh, but how about, because uh, uh, I get asked this a lot, and I sometimes feel sad I can't give a perfect three-step formula for finding my purpose in life. People ask me, and I'm this age, I'm that age, I'm not doing it, I know I don't know what it is, how do I find it? Uh, give some ideas on that, because it's the most important thing 
person can ever learn is why are you uniquely purposed here on this earth by your God at this moment? Well, the best way to answer that question is I would have to say the way I did it. I, I read the Bible. I read the, the Gospel of Mark. And by the time I got to Mark 9.23, it said, If thou canst believe that all things are possible to him that believeth. And I remember at the time I was on drugs. I was smoking marijuana. I was using cigarettes. I was drinking alcohol and driving. And I was living a corrupted life. I was lying, cheating, stealing. And I couldn't get myself out of this trap. And I remember reading that verse. And it, all of a sudden, everything changed. And I started to gravitate towards truth. And I started receiving wisdom, which I never received before. The Christians call it the Holy Spirit. And I started seeing different things and different people. And it was really all love. And I started connecting. And that's when I devoted myself to living on purpose, to living directly for the opportunity of helping people become who they are. And when I wake up in the morning, Tom, I ask myself this question. How could I deliver more value to more people in the shortest amount of time? And I usually find myself concocting all kinds of ideas from different places, different people, at different times, whereby I can help execute tremendous value. Exactly. Another thing that I find that you and I are so uh, similar on is personal branding. And this from a guy who like four, maybe, yeah, just about four years ago, I had no interest in Facebook, never had an account, didn't look at it. Uh, I just asked my wife to look up friends and family and she could keep me posted. But now I am passionate about branding yourself if you're young you should get a website domain with your name especially if it's a unique name or get a website get a blog do things like this radio show uh, all kinds of ways to personally brand yourself um, and that just man it fascinates me like I get people from uh, the most so far has been 139 countries in one month that visit my website and this is fascinating to me that uh, I can't even name more than 25 countries, so 140 or 139 is a lot. And so talk about why is it so important, why do we believe this so much, that you should personally brand yourself and live a somewhat public life? Well, branding is something that should come naturally, but usually doesn't. I think many times there's a perception that branding is, too much of tooting the own horn. Mm. And I realize that this is not true because I believe that if you have something of value, a service or a product that can really help people, they really need to know about it. And by branding, you can help them find out what they really need. Mm. My subsidiary branch, Dignified Designs, help people realize that there's, there's this Internet world that is going and what, what, what they find is that the Internet is here to stay. And we really need to build our business by focusing on our websites, on our online and offline presence, you know, our business cards, our um, pitches, our ability to connect with people uh, by blogging, by posting up quotes, by using social media. And what you'll find is that when you brand, 
people will be attracted to your brand, but you have to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest people that knows how to brand is Jesus Christ. And if you think about it, here's a man who said that he came to die on a cross, and he basically downgraded in life according to the, the natural world. And here's a man who had over 2 billion followers in over 2,000 years. And there's no one who's been able to lead a revolution like that. <laughs> People still devote their lives to him every single day. And um, in, in the book, in the Bible, it teaches that. And also in my book, it teaches how you can personally brand and professionally brand yourself to market your business, to help you increase your profits, and serve more people in less time. Uh, which is exactly social selling as well. I've been in sales a long time, and you sold a lot of things as well. And a lot of times what's in the back of someone's brain is, do I trust this sales guy? Is he trustworthy? What do I know about this guy? He could be out doing stupid things uh, in real life. Do I trust? Zig Ziglar talks about if they like you and trust you, they'll do business with you. If you have a personal brand, a personal brand online that you people can look up and find out about you, what people say about you, good things you've done, volunteer work you've done, church you belong to, this can really melt away objections in sales uh, by pre-selling you to people you may not have met or if you have met someone and um, presented your uh, product or service, uh, to eliminate that objection is, to, do I trust this guy? They can do a little research on you and find out, yeah, this is a good person. So uh, we like him and trust him. We then can assume that he's out for our good and not out for his solely his pocketbook. Yes, true. Um, trust is the most essential ingredient for building a business. People from those they like and trust. And trust is the gateway to find the truth in people. Um, trust is basically truth. And if people find the truth in you, people know the truth. They just naturally know it. Even if they're listening at lies, they know the truth. And if they can see it in you, they can feel your attitude and they'll gravitate toward you. A lot of times I found that when I started, um, I didn't have trust in myself. And people didn't trust me because of that. You know, I didn't know what my products were. I didn't know where they were, and I didn't know how to get it to them. What I realized is that if I trusted myself, and if I found out how to work with what I was working with and make the best of it, like yourself, I would become too tall <laughs> business, especially move out, because I knew that when I found what people really wanted and I could deliver it to them on the spot, then really then they would find that what they were getting was more than trust. Wow. And with Dignified Designs, you really help entrepreneurs with that. I remember when I started, man, it's frustrating uh, every single step of the way to be learning something brand new uh, and confused as all heck. It could really stop people after a very short time uh, if they don't have assistance with this personal branding because, A, there's 8 million opinions and there's about you know, 100 steps you got to take to be good at it and uh, you don't know which opinion to trust and how to even start at step one. You know, I, I say if you're, not, if you're not good at branding at all, 
Uh, just hand it over to us. We'll take care of everything from business cards to social media to websites to offline branding to online branding. We just we do it all, and we'll we'll work with you. We'll consult for free, and we'll always be there by your side because that's that's where that's where really what we're dedicated to do. So nice. check out that website. DanielAlley.com. And not everyone knows how to spell Alley. So Daniel, they probably know D-A-N-I-E-L. Alley is A-L-L-Y.com. So DanielAlley.com. A-L-L-Y. That confused me, and I I confirmed it before the show because I would think Ally maybe. So DanielAlley, A-L-L-Y.com. Tell me about this uh, book, You Are the Boss. We haven't talked about it yet. Yeah, before I talk about the book, <laughs> I have this thing about my name. Um, and I, I like play on names. It's uh, Daniel like the lion's den and Allie like your best friend. And immediately that goes back to the last question. It builds trust. Mm. Uh, about my book, uh, it's called You Are the Boss. Because when it does come to your life, you are the boss of your own life. You have the opportunity to control your circumstances. Many people think that their circumstances control them. They think that, you know, they're driving the car that they have just because they found it from a dealer that had a deal, or they're working at a place just because they applied for it and they got promoted, and that's the, that's the only option they have. And that's a major trap um, of thinking. Some people, they might say, well, I'm not the boss. My boss is the boss, or my wife is the boss, or... My son is the boss. Well, so that's a big mistake because what I'm, what I'm talking about is that you are the boss of your life, your thoughts, your atmosphere. You can choose the way you think. You can choose the way you operate in this life and finally be able to do the things you always want to do. And one of the big questions I ask people is, are you meant, are you doing the things you meant to do? Are you serving the people you are meant to serve? Are you living the life that you really want to live? And I talk to a lot of people, and after my talk, they say, yeah, I don't really want to do this job anymore. I, I want to take up speaking, or I want to become an author, or I want to uh, get on the radio like you, Tom. And, um, you know, they want, they want to do their own business. They don't want to do the things they're doing, sitting in a little cubicle at a desk, uh, <laughs> or driving a taxi cab, or working construction. People want to do something different. They, they don't want to do the things they fall into, but due to circumstances, they believe uh, just because the people around them say that they're good at it, that they should stick with it. But in my mm. book, it, it clearly slams that, and um, there, there's no objection to it, that we really can control our circumstances. I, I was working in a suit store, and I was making uh, little money, and I was an average suit store. Suit salesman, as I, as I started, and uh, like I said, I didn't know my products. I didn't know where to get it and how to serve people. But when I learned how to, uh, when I learned why people needed suits, how to serve them became easier. And I was able to deliver superstar value that people were recommending me from all different states. Um, and they would come in and I would have business through the roof. And I remember me working 10 hours a week, and this was during college. And I would make two, three times more than the guys who were working full-time because I decided to control my circumstance instead of blaming the size of the store, the price of the material, the people I work with, because I realized that I really was the boss. 
I didn't need a position or a title to declare that. I knew in my mind that I can do better at this job every single day, and I did. Nice. And when you have that purpose in life, a passionate, God-given purpose, uh, you really can always do something. You may have a job right now that you can't quit tomorrow, but people have a lot of time off of work that is obvious if you watch them that, A, their purpose is not very strong, uh, they have no direction. Uh, if you're spending all your off-work time watching TV and going to bed, mm, you've pretty well admitted that you have no purpose because off you're out of your work time, you can learn, you can read books, you can meet with people in the industry, you can get online and find people who are doing what you love to do, and social media, they'll add you to whatever you want to add them to in this day and age. Uh, you can get a radio show where people are actually emailing you to interview them about their new book. Um, and so re people really need the purpose and the passion and the belief that they can really do what they would love to do, what they're passionate about. And that would mean don't sit on your couch and watch TV or play video games till your eyes are blurred. Uh, you have to really use your time and your energy and your extra money to progress, progress. What did uh, Earl Nightingale say? I think it's a progressive realization of a worthy ideal is uh, the idea of success. And so talk about that, because it does require paying the price, taking action, being consistent, not being lazy, not making excuses, and that's a hard kick in the pants for a lot of people. Right, it is. An interesting fact is that in America, most people have televisions that are bigger than their libraries. <laughs> yeah, good one, I'm using that one. But, yeah, that's a shame because uh, I believe uh, our television um, stops us from thinking. And um, as you know, books make you think a lot. And I think thinking is one of the biggest and most belaboring things that you can do. And people often go and run away from doing it. Um, I see people sitting in the bar and, um, you know, they're on Facebook or they're doing things that are unnecessary uh, just to get away from thinking. Um, think about what they really want because... They really don't believe it's possible. And, you know, if, if you don't like doing what you're doing, I know I'm talking to somebody out there. Uh, if you don't like doing what you're doing, then it's time to start looking into a different direction, a different industry, um, a different position. You might even have to get out of your zip code. Um, I know for me, I was living in an area where there weren't many people. And it wasn't only me who thought I was going crazy. It was several other people. But I was the only person who decided to get outside of my zip code. And there's so many opportunities in different places. And sometimes you might not be around the right people who can help you to search in that right direction. Now, what we have to do is we have to pay the price. We have to, we have to know what we really want and find out how we can get there, um, whether it be moving, whether it be reading books on sales. And sales is the highest paying profession. Um, nothing around you exists without being sold. Um, and that, that's just one tip. Be able to find where you really want to go and who you really want to connect with because I believe that people are really there to help you. And if you fall into the right hands, you can do some amazing things. There's this misconception of um, it's not 
what you know, it's who you know. I, I highly disagree. I believe that it, it's, uh, it's what you know, who you know, and who knows you. Because if you know top-notch people, but you don't know anything, then how are you going to talk to them? It doesn't make sense. You won't make a connection. But if you know many things and you can connect with people, uh, you can go so far. And that's how we connected. We knew the same people. Uh, we knew the same books. And we had the same mind, basically. And, and we know each other just without even knowing each other. We just knew we gravitated. And I think that's what people need to do. They need to gravitate towards people who can help them be the best that they can possibly be. And they'll find out that when they pay the price over a certain amount of time, on a consistent basis, in the next two to five years, they can skyrocket into the success in what they really want. And so I have this question for those who are listening. Think about this. What do you want to be known for in the next two to five years? What kind of reputation do you really want to have? Because your reputation is your best advertisement. Exactly. And you need to build that reputation consistently over a long period of time, publicly and online, um, for the world to know that, and for you to know that you're serious about your purpose. Let me tell you, when, you're, when you live a public life like we do, uh, it's hard to be negative or down or admit defeat because you're like, hey, i got to live up to what all these people are reading about me. And sure. so it does a lot for yourself to personally brand yourself, to live a public online life that reports about your private volunteering and reading and church and friends and uh, radio interviews and books. Um, And so you're right up the alley of so many people. I think it's a high percentage, like 70-80% of young people these days uh, feel they want to be their own boss. Um, but probably the same percentage don't know a ton about how to get online and let the world know uh, what they want to do. True. No, I, I, that's why I called my company the alleyway, because you know, most people take the mainstream, but we take the alleyway. And in my book, You Are the Boss, it describes the amount of time um, that we have. And you know, most people working, let's just say 60 hours a week, at most, you know, some people work more or less. Um, but I would say, Tom, that we have about 40 hours on average of discretionary time every week out of our 168 hours. 40 hours of discretionary time every week so that we can do the things that we know we should be doing. Um, because knowing what to do and not doing it is called sin. And, um, you know, if we're not doing the things we should be doing, then we're really uh, not demanding the best of ourselves because. You know, I, I believe excellence is calling our name, and excellence cannot be defeated. It doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter what age or what gender you are. And it doesn't even matter what disabilities or where you came from. All that matters is where you are going. Nice, exactly, where you are going, and always be progressing positively to where you're going while taking massive action at the same time. You can't... Uh, achieve your purpose uh, by watching reruns. God didn't intend you to be an expert on reruns. So get off, do something, and it could, our purposes could all be different. I have a friend whose purpose is to be the best uh, husband and father he possibly can be. 
that will determine choices and decisions he makes in life. Uh, uh, other people, uh, well, I know a lot of Napoleon Hill certified instructors, and they work in all different areas of life, all with different purposes, all using the same success tools to be better at whatever their purpose is. Uh, so talk about your book a little bit. You are the boss. It's also available on Amazon, I'm sure. So just type in You Are the Boss, or as we said, the website Daniel Alley, or uh, <laughs> see, I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> Daniel, oh, right, saying DanielAlley.com, A-L-L-Y.com. So Daniel, like you say in the lion's den, uh, that'll be clear for everybody. And then, as you said, your best friend, your ally, A-L-L-Y.com. So you are the boss. Uh, how long did it take you to write it? Did somebody bug you to write it? Uh, uh, did you find it easy to write it? I'm having mine come out soon, and I got annoyed at editing by the end. <laughs> yeah, the, I would say the editing process is the most challenging. Um, no one, no one bugged me to write it. I am. Um, I was. I was sitting at MBA school, and I remember thinking to myself, "Is this really where I want to be?" Uh, one day, I was, you know. I had classes on Tuesdays and Thursday nights, and um, on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, I would go out and give two or three speeches a day. And what I found myself thinking is, on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays, I loved going out to speak to people. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I really hated being sitting in the classes, listening to professors talk about what they don't believe in and about their articles that they're writing that they don't know anything about. It's just plain research. None of them were doing things. And this is not a blast on professors, uh, but I knew that I didn't belong in the seat of sitting and listening to people tell me things they really didn't know about. So I remember it was my second semester of MBA school. Um, I got up and I, I realized that I don't need an MBA right now. Um, I need a master bank account, but not a master's of business administration. And I said to myself, I'm going to go home and write this book. I wrote 40 pages in the first night. Um, and I stayed up until 7 o'clock in the morning. And then I finished my book in 10 days. Um, and, of course, I edited that in the process with somebody else. And um, basically, it just dispelled everything I knew at that time about everything I read, all the people I met. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's not about information in there. It's about the wisdom and insight um, by someone who is inspired, someone who is enlightened. And um, I, I believe that this book will help people like entrepreneurs, young people, older people, anyone who wants to take charge of their lives. Because when it really comes to your life, you are the boss. And, you know, you got to ask yourself, am I living the life that I was designed to live? And, you know, if, if that question is no or if that question is yes, uh, I think my book will help you raise performance because it displays and dispels all of the information you wouldn't need to take it up to the next level, all the habits um, that will help you to be the person you were designed to be, and it will just push you on to the next level. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really what my book is about, because mm-hmm. people are, they really are the boss of their own lives. Exactly. Yeah, I read a book years ago, You, Inc., uh, with the same idea that you are the boss, you are the chief executive of your life, it's your responsibility and your duty to do the best with it that you can, um, and you uh, nobody is your boss. In the end, your God is your boss, and 
and uh, you have no earthly bosses, you create and are responsible for everything in every area of your life. Be the boss of it. Uh, don't be uh, subjected to someone else's uh, being the boss of it. Exactly. Hmm. It applies for every area of your life. Physically, right. mentally, spiritually, every area of your life. You're the boss. It's not somebody else is in charge of your life. God is in charge. Put some commands in there. Go do that, and then. Uh, but live your own life and be your own boss. Powerful message and uh, something a lot of younger people, especially in this generation, want to do. Um, however, maybe the belief and the awareness of the ability of how to do it is lacking. So you can help with both your dignified designs and Alleyway International. Um, so fantastic again. Find uh, Daniel, Daniel, uh, A-L-L-Y dot com. Uh, you Are the Boss, you can get that on Amazon.com. Look up You Are the Boss, and you can get it there as well. Any final words, ideas, suggestions, tips uh, you'd like to share with the audience, uh, Daniel? Sure, Tom. Um, you know, one of the most important things, and all the philosophers agree that the most important aspect of our lives is really knowing ourselves. And I believe that when you know yourself and you know God and you know other people, I believe that the study of motivation is one of the greatest studies worth taking up. If you're a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher or anything else, um, I, I think that if you understand what you really want and start to gravitate towards that, I believe that the sky's the limit. Um, you know, I never thought I would be in this situation right now, I'm growing up in the poorest conditions, having um, family members from third world countries and now being able to speak in front of thousands of people um, every month. I mean, that's just amazing. And you know, being able to travel and to do all these things, this guy really is the limit. And there's no limitation on life. I mean, just look, look at Tom Cunningham, two tall Cunninghams. Um, so, so many adverse circumstances. And, you know, they say with each adversity comes equal or greater benefit. Mm -hmm. And, Tom, I really admire you for being, um, you know, in charge of this radio show and helping people like myself and others to get on it and to help your audience members to really know that there really is things that are possible uh, to, to do in your life. And, you know, you can just really do amazing things, especially if you know God. Um, because, you know, and the Bible says, if God is for you, then no one can be against you. Exactly. And, uh, that's it. I'm yeah. thinking uh, you're going to have to ponder this, but I'm thinking you might be an amazing uh, host, uh, radio host as well, and I'd love to have you be a host on uh, Journey to Success. I'm sure your insight uh, talking to some of these great speakers and authors would be uh, and great input for the radio station, so consider that as well. I, certainly, I, I can take you up on that offer. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, I'll be certainly sending you information on how to do that. Um, you'd be a great uh, contribution, a great host for the show, and I'm sure it'd be uh, interesting interviews with our guests. So thank you so much for your time today, Daniel. Again, people, D-A-N-I-E-L-A-L-L-Y.com. Purchase that book, You Are the Boss, because you are the boss. You are the boss in every area of your life except where God tells you he's the boss, which is really in every area of your life. So let him be the boss, and then you be the boss, and let no one else be the boss. So Daniel, D-A-N-I-E-L-A-L-L-Y dot com. Take care.